What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. That I will never retire! Just when they think they got the answers, I change the questions. It's me, Austin! Who are you to, to, to doubt El Daniels? This guy's a serious professional. Brett screwed Brett. Yeah! Can he do it? Cover! Oh, and a kick out! Unbelievable! Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey, yo, Pro Wrestling Podcast listeners, welcome to the show where we don't sing it, we bring it. Help us out and click subscribe to show your support. And if you're wondering where we've been, we have been off for the summer break as an educator myself. Haven't had the opportunity to put an episode together in quite some time, but we are back tonight. New intro music, and we hope you like that. Give us a comment down below. Are you sick and tired of dropping $60 to $100 for the latest and greatest wrestling video game? Stop immediately. Go to Wrestler Unstoppable, available now through Facebook, totally free. Create a wrestler. Sign contracts, get involved in storylines, headline pay-per-views, even build your own corporation, all included in Wrestler Unstoppable, available now to all Facebook users, totally free. If you want to become a member of the For Wrestling Podcast family, you want your name in the shout-outs, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Podcast. Sign up today. Don't forget loyalty rewards. That allows any $15 a month contributor to co-host an episode of a live show with myself. And if you're a $7.50 a month contributor, you can get entered into a drawing to also co-host an episode with me. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode. First one in a long time since Money in the Bank of the Fro Wrestling Podcast. If you've got questions, comments, concerns, I don't know, anything you want to talk about, it's been quite a while, then make sure you drop us a line over at the Fro Wrestling Sound Off line, 267-642-1160. Give us whatever you got. We'll get to it. We'll talk about it in a future episode. It gets us in touch with you and lets us keep you being a part of the show. When we do a live episode, try to jump in there and give us comments live. We try to respond to those as often as we can. If you put a comment into YouTube, we promise we will try to respond to every single one of those. And uh, we'll try to get more content up on the uh the uh, Patreon page. Reason being, uh, some people have been shooting me messages. What happened to ForWrestling.com? Well, ForWrestling.com is no more. Quite frankly, they wanted to jack up the price on uh, web hosting, and I was like, you know what? My, my, my listeners don't really need that. They need to hear the show. So I will put something else together, both on the Patreon page, and maybe I'll throw up one of those free Wix sites, something like that, just to give you guys the visual. The only thing that's heartbreaking is I had such a great collection of these lost hidden gem wrestling matches that you couldn't really find unless you knew to look for them elsewhere, and uh, I'm sad to see that part go, but... You know, the, the Fro Wrestling Podcast has to grow and evolve. So we'll see what happens in the next phase as we try to figure out our next steps and uh, go from there. Um, 
this episode, we got a lot to talk about because we're right in SummerSlam weekend. Um, we have a whole lot going on. Just before we get into the SummerSlam, SummerSlam discussion, because that's obviously going to be the biggest part of the show, let's talk about some some relatively recent news. Robert Roode in Detroit, Michigan, ahead of SummerSlam. He is not there to perform. Word is, Robert Roode, who's been out since September of last year, is in town because he is going to be producing for Raw. Not only at SummerSlam, but also on Raw every week. That sounds like that may be his new gig now that his in-ring career may be winding down if not closed because of the severity of the neck injury he served. Remember having neck fusion surgery last year. Very serious stuff. And uh, I'm thrilled to see him back in the fold in some way, shape, or form. I really would have loved to have seen him get one final push before calling it a career. Maybe he's not calling it a career. We'll have to wait and see. But you know as well as I do, we've seen lots of talent come and go in terms of agenthood. And uh, usually once they they make that leap, it's not very often that they come back and become uh, active competitors. Um, think back, you know, the Jamie Nobles of the world and people like that, uh, Fit Finley, stuff like that. Um, so I don't expect that Robert Roode will come back if he does indeed um, make the switch and become a full-blown uh, um, agent for the for the matches. But we'll have to wait and see, a producer or whatnot. Um, getting into some of the AEW news, the, the whole vibe around the, the re-signing of the elite in AEW, knowing that there's been issues and conflict and dialogue between them and Tony Khan and CM Punk and Tony Khan, going all the way back to the media scrum last year that, that created all the issues in AEW between those parties, um, people were hoping that if the elite chose to stay in AEW, that those things would have somehow been resolved, people can move forward, even work together. Because, you know, not to steal a phrase from Vince McMahon, but it's best for business. But apparently that is not the case. The issues that exist between the elite and CM Punk apparently are still there. Um, the, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Dave Meltzer, reported that even with this signing, there do remain significant behind-the-scenes issues that haven't been settled between them and CM Punk, them being the elite, which keeps Tony Khan having to do a balancing act. That is relatively insane if you ask me and the really shocking part to me is is that Kenny Omega was ready to reach out and 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 kind of mend the fences much earlier than anybody else expected and now you know you're several months past that everybody's back to work collisions doing well um and and you're still having almost like this infighting I, I know it's silent and I know they're not actively going at each other but they do these subtle hints back and forth and it's it's so juvenile at this point we're supposed to all be professionals get in there do our business and move on and, and that's just not what's happening in other AEW news Brian Danielson has been ruled out of all in and all out that's heartbreaking you know he broke his arm at Forbidden Door 2 when he was going against Kazuchika Okada um, Dave Meltzer again Wrestling Observer Radio said that he's expected to be out of action until mid-September at the earliest possibly even October uh, there's a lot going to, to think about there you know missing this show is huge it's monumental it's something you know Dan- uh, Brian Danielson wanted to be a part of um, to really help um, elevate the company to just another level um, and I think, especially with the magnitude of what's going on with this show in Wembley, the, the ticket sales are off the chain. It's something that they, I, we really haven't seen in wrestling in quite some time, unless you're counting that 100000 or whatever down in Dallas, Texas for WrestleMania the one year. But even going all the way back to 1990, what was it, 92, 93, when Brett and Davey Boy headlined at Wembley, um, I don't know if they sold the same number of tickets. I know WWE would claim they did, but WWE does a lot of claims on stuff like that that you know it doesn't always seem to be on the up and up but 
you know, we'll see. Speaking of the United Kingdom, WWE is apparently still planning to launch NXT Europe. If you remember last year in September 22, they said that uh, NXT UK was going on hiatus. It was going to go through like a rebrand. NXT Europe supposed to be very much like NXT in the United States where there will be a performance center. They will have coaches and things like that, training new talent, television programming, all that. But now it sounds like they want to wait until they have everything in place for the merger. Uh, Shaw Samuels name has been bounced around as one of the coaches that'll be at that um, NXT European brand. Um, I think with the branding of being NXT Europe instead of NXT uh, NXT UK, you open the door to the opportunity to work in other locations around Europe rather than you know pigeonholing yourself into just being in England. Uh, it was actually specifically brought up that it's not going to be London-centric, which is a good thing. Um Little tidbit, one more thing on AEW before we get into SummerSlam. There is a rumored card that has leaked online. And then, of course, Dave Meltzer, who's in on everything on the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, jumped in and said that the rumored card includes FTR versus the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega uh, versus uh, Takashita, um, Takeshka, um, Will Ospreay versus Chris Jericho and the Blackpool uh, Blackpool Combat Club against Eddie Kingston and Orange Cassidy, which I find to be incredibly odd, very strange pairing. But we'll have to wait and see how that that rolls out. Um, so now I'm, I'm at a crossroads here. Do I talk about my predictions for SummerSlam, or do we talk about the big name that's in town that people will be buzzing about and hoping for and speculating for? Okay, we're going there first. Word is, Randy Orton is in town for SummerSlam. There is no mention of why he's there. The media reports lately have been just so... It's back and forth. Oh yeah, he's almost he's working ready to get in the ring and he's lifting weights and he's huge. And you know, other people saying, oh, he's not able to bump yet. And other people saying, oh, the doctor said he can never wrestle again. And him saying, no, I'm going to wrestle again. And 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 there's no creative plans for him. But why is he in Detroit if there's no creative plans for him? Is he just going there to do a signing? That seems like that would take away the luster of a huge return if he's ever going to come back. If he's never going to come back, does he come back and do an announcement that he's you know? ending his in-ring um, career and do something else does he show up and just hit some you know RKO on on uh, you know I don't know somebody like is that is that where we're at you know does he is he the guy who's going to mess with Grayson Waller is it going to be the rock is it going to be you know who knows uh, is it going to be John Cena showing up and if John Cena shows up of course you know everybody's going to suspect that he's going to announce Detroit's going to get a WrestleMania because that seems to be what he does these days um not sure I t- I'll tell you this I'm excited either way to see Randy Orton in any capacity I just hope that if he's coming back to the ring he is healthy enough to perform at the level that he would expect for himself and I don't know um maybe the 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 news that we've been getting has purposely been put out there by WWE to get us swerved into thinking he could never wrestle again. Uh, we'll have to wait and see how that plays out. I got to tell you though, this week one of the things that really made my day uh, before I get to the uh, SummerSlam card, seeing Rob Van Dam back in the ring coming out to Pantera walk, that was fantastic on AEW. Um, I don't, I'm not thrilled about another yet another company doing an ECW themed program, but. If it's Rob Van Dam and then it's over, I'm okay with that. Because there is a tie-in there with Van Dam and Sabu and Taz and all that kind of fun stuff. So I'd be kind of cool with that, but um, I think it's got to stop at some point. The only other people who I would consider um, being entertained by them bringing in would be if Tommy Dreamer or 
Bully Ray showed up. Now, Tommy Dreamer working with Impact Wrestling right now, it's not out of the realm of possibility. There's been plenty of crossover between the two country companies before. Um, and Bully Ray, he's you know working with the National Wrestling Alliance right now and, and many other independent promotions. But again, he's he'd be even easier to get in. He's They've both already vocalized they'd be willing to help out with this angle. But in either event, Bully Ray made it very clear on their show that um, if no matter who these ECW legends are coming in, um, Jack Perry should absolutely defeat all of them, um, which I have a problem with them defeating Rob Van Dam. I'm a Rob Van Dam fan, but, you know, whatever. It is what it is. So that being said, let's get into the SummerSlam match card. Let's. I'm not even sure where to go with this. The, of course, the Slim Jim SummerSlam Battle Royal, the most ridiculous addition to the card ever. Um, it better be won by L.A. Knight. That's all I got to say. Um, L.A. Knight, if, they're really, if there's ever going to be a time... They're going to push this guy. He's never going to be hotter than he is right now. He's the number one merchandise seller. He has to get something. I get it. He beat Sheamus on, on SmackDown. That's great. But I'd like to see something more substantial. And this is you know the start of what it could be. Now, we all know we're not going to get to see the, the Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus match. Um, that's a little frustrating. And I think they moved that off the card because of the Battle Royal. Likewise, the Rhea Ripley match with... Um, Raquel Gonzalez also not going to happen. Um, another one I think they moved off because of the Battle Royal, which is absolutely ridiculous. I get it, you want to get somebody over, but I just, having 9, 10, 11, 12 matches I think is a good thing. That's what the, it, it, the SummerSlam is not supposed to be, you know, money in the bank. It's not supposed to be payback or backlash. It's supposed to be a premium premium, not just a premium live event, like one of the big four. You know what I mean? Those shows should have a much more substantial card. This eight matches thing uh, kind of bugs me a little bit, especially if you were somebody who was still paying for pay-per-view and didn't have the network. That would really bother me. I shouldn't even say the network. Have Peacock. Um, so, yes, I go with LA Knight in that match. Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler. MMA rules match. First off, I think the MMA rules thing is absolutely ridiculous unless you're going to have an octagon somewhere with a cage around it and legitimately do it MMA style. Um, not that you can't have a predetermined winner like pro wrestling does, but I do think it should look like MMA if they're going to do something and liken it to MMA. Um, obviously, Shayna Baszler should come out the winner here. Ronda Rousey's on her way out. Rumors are she's going back to UFC. There's a lot of money in it for her if she does that. I don't know if that's her plan or not, um, and I don't know if she ever has a, a plan to come back to WWE later. Uh, what I do know is is that her promos this past week on Raw were fantastic. First time she's ever had a fantastic promo in her life, um, but I really appreciated those this week. Same thing with Shayna Baszler. Her, her promos were fantastic this week. So, um, But yeah, I go with Baszler winning the match. The Intercontinental Championship match, Gunther taking on Drew McIntyre. As much as I would love to see McIntyre win this match, we have to get the record off the honky-tonk man. If you take it off him now, I, I'm convinced one of two things is happening. Gunther's breaking that record, or no one will ever break that record. And I can't see Triple H and the powers that be being that loyal to the honky-tonk man um, to, to let him keep that record for, an, for eternity. Who better than Gunther? Somebody who is an absolute killer in the ring somebody you really want to elevate to that next level and and i i'll be honest with you within one year he's going to be world champion if he's not somebody has messed something up severely hopefully we get to see him and brock lesnar at some point so you got to elevate him with some way giving him that record would be a great way to do that um so yeah i'm going with gunther ricochet logan paul this is i seriously they, they going viral who cares 
You know, who cares? Everything WWE goes viral. They have hundreds and hundreds of millions of views. Like, of course it's going to go viral no matter what they do. You could have the, you know, I don't know. You, you could have the, 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 the OC versus the Alpha Academy and it'll get a million views. So I, going viral, I don't, that, that's, it's so dumb to me. I wish they didn't do things they don't have to do. But Ricochet, Logan Paul, I'll be honest with you. Logan Paul needs to win this match. First off, Ricochet could take a loss. He's taken a million of them since he's been in the main roster. But more importantly, Logan Paul hasn't won anything since he beat The Miz at SummerSlam last year. He's got to win something. He lost to Roman Reigns. He lost at Mania. He loses every match. That's not helping him stay relevant. Um, Have him pick up the win here. It doesn't hurt Ricochet at all because you're not planning to push Ricochet anyways. So give the win to Logan Paul. Uh, But I do expect that the two of them may be able to steal the show. I hope they do. There's so much chemistry with the two of them. It is poetry in motion waiting to happen. Um, Asuka versus Charlotte versus Bianca Belair. Wow, where to go with that? You know, it really could go a lot of directions. First off, I would not give it to Bianca Belair. She just had it for two years. I don't think he'd give it back to her yet. Giving it to Charlotte only does one thing. She has never had this version of the championship, and it would give her her 15th reign, which you know darn well they're at least going to go to 16, maybe have her break her dad's record at 17. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. But uh, Asuka really deserves this win. So I'm really torn, and I don't think it matters who wins this match because no matter who wins so let's role play this out if I, I the one that is not winning in my opinion is Bianca Belair watch her win now and I'll look stupid but I think Bianca does not win I think either Oscar retains or Charlotte wins and neither one matters because EO Sky cashes in and EO Sky walks out of SummerSlam with the championship that is my prediction I don't see any way around it there's going to be, you know, there, there. I don't think we're going to see a Damian Priest cash in. So because of that, I think we will see an EO Sky cash in. And when she cashes in, she's going to win because she is over right now. And it's going to lead to the eventual break uh, breakup of damage control because Bailey will become jealous because EO's got the championship and that'll be the next feud. And I'm okay with that. I love that idea. And it keeps from giving a championship right back to Charlotte again. Now, I'm not. I'm in a minority here. I want Charlotte to get to her father's record, at least share it. I actually don't. Wouldn't mind if she broke it. I really don't. Um, I just don't want them so close together. Unless she's planning on leaving wrestling, which is a possibility. She's been doing some Hollywood work, and she takes time off all the flipping time. So who knows? But um, in this situation, I would give the win to Oscar, so she gets that big win over Charlotte and over Bianca. But then at the end of the day, I, I, like I said, I would have Io cash in and take that win. Then we got Seth Rollins, Finn Balor for the World Heavyweight Championship. Again, this is one that can go either way. I'll probably, I said it earlier. I do not think we see a Damian Priest cash-in unless uh, Seth Rollins retains. If Seth retains and Damian cashes in and wins, it, it shakes up the Judgment Day in a way because then who should be the leader? You know, It seems like Balor is portrayed as the leader, but then Priest would be the world champion. So he would have to become the leader, you would think. And that would, could lead to dissension. 
Um, but we'll have to wait and see if that turns out that way. Um, honestly, I think Finn Balor winning the championship here would not be a bad idea. Uh, the Judgment Day is, is about as popular as, a, as any clique or group is going to be anytime soon, especially now with um, the bloodline kind of losing its momentum a bit. So I think it would be a great idea to put the championship on Balor and, and get it back. I mean, let's be honest. They talk about the history between the two back SummerSlam 2016. Balor may have won the match, but he had to give the championship up right away, and he's never been in a position to have it back again, and he should have. So I think it would be a great idea to give him the championship in this match. Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Oh, God. If there was a stipulation on the match, I would understand, but there's not. They, they've had two matches. They're 1-1. One, one. They're going to have one more regular style match. Now, here's the thing. This is where I feel like you could easily see the first of our big shocks. I think it would be very understandable for Bobby Lashley's group that he's putting together. Obviously, if you watch SmackDown, you know that he and the Street Profits now are officially a thing. I think it would be very intelligent to have Bobby Lashley attack Brock Lesnar, distract Brock Lesnar, do something to Brock Lesnar so Cody wins and wins the feud, and then Lesnar can move on. Um, the only concern with that is I think you can't let Lashley take a loss after creating this new uh, faction anytime soon. So you got to keep Brock strong if you want to do Gunther down the road, but you want to keep Bobby strong because Bobby's got the new faction. I don't know what you do if you book those two again in a match. Um, I would love to see it. I think the last one in February at No Way Out was terrible, so I'd be open to seeing that feud one more time. Um, that or perhaps this is where we see Randy Orton. Maybe he comes out and costs someone the match. Not sure how that would play out. I'd be curious to see how it goes, but I'm okay with it either way. I think in the end, Cody Rhodes walks out with the win. I think he needs the win to keep the momentum alive leading up to WrestleMania 40 where he will hypothetically, depending on what happens tomorrow night, win the world championship. Now, that being said, that brings us to the final match. Roman Reigns defending against Jey Uso in tribal combat for the tribal chiefdom and the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Hate that name. If you've got a world championship, follow me on the thread, right? You've got a world heavyweight championship that is supposed to be continuing the lineage of the original world heavyweight championship, which was really the WCW championship. So we've got that. Then you've got Roman Reigns, who is the undisputed WWE Universal Champion, which is a combination of the WWE Championship and the Universal Championship. He has one belt to defend two different titles that have lineages. So you obviously haven't gotten rid of the Universal Championship because its name is still in the championship. Have you gotten rid of the WWE Championship and all that history and lineage? I hope not. That's kind of something that wrestling fans look for. They care about. They... they they appreciate. Um, but that's a conversation for another day. In this match against Jay Uso, there's so many ways this can go. One option is Jimmy Uso arrives and costs Jay Uso the championship, and we lead to a program between Jimmy and Jay. I think that's where most people's head is at, that they think that's how Roman's going to retain um, if Roman retains. If Roman were to lose, I think it's because The Rock appears and costs Roman the championship, leading to that dream match between Roman and The Rock at WrestleMania. I'm okay with either one of those outcomes. I really am. I don't think Solo Sokoa is going to be the one. I think that's done to death, especially after doing it to Cody at Mania. So I think that's out. I think Paul Heyman getting involved, that's out. The only options I see are for The Rock 
or for Jimmy Uso. Now, of the two, obviously Jimmy Uso is the much more likely option. Um, Roman retaining keeps the championship on Roman probably all the way to Mania where Cody would finally take it from him. There's my prediction for Mania next year if that's what happens. But if Jay takes the championship, you have... Um, what do you do with Roman after that? Does he go through like this depressive thing where he maybe he loses a few matches? Maybe suddenly he needs to get his mojo back and it leads to a babyface turn. Something that people have hypothesized about that Roman Reigns may be headed for a babyface turn. And then, you know, leading to, you know, if The Rock is the reason he loses, maybe The Rock comes in and plays the heel and Roman becomes the face. Or maybe not. Maybe Roman stays heel all the way to Mania and when he defeats The Rock, is gracious enough to go back to being babyface, which would get over huge with the fans. Not sure, but at some point I gotta make a choice here, and I really don't know which way I want to go. Uh, if my buddy John in Texas was on the call, on the show right now, he and I would be debating this for hours. John, gotta give you the shout out, brother. I forgot to give that to you at the top of the show. Um, uh, but I, I got I'm I'm so curious. I, I'm not sure where the heck to go with this. Okay, I'm going there. I say Jimmy Uso shows up and costs Jay the championship and that Roman Reigns retains. That's where my head's at. Now, I could be wrong, of course. I hope I'm not wrong. I hope that, uh, you know, they figure some way to keep this, this bloodline thing interesting. But outside of Jimmy and Jay battling, I don't know what else you can do. I really don't. You know, Jay, this is actually the second time, the second or third time Jay's going to get a chance to face Roman. Maybe at some point you would think Jimmy would get a chance to have a match with Roman. Maybe if Jay wins, then Jimmy and Roman have their feud. Uh, man, I'm just, I'm trying to piece it all together in my head, but I'm going with Roman Reigns retaining the championship, which I know is not what a lot of people want to see at this point. They're kind of like, they, it's been there, done that, it's been done to death. I get it, but that's, this is WWE. That's what they do. They do whatever they want to do, and they don't really care what our opinions are, what we want them to do. Um, but it is what it is. That being said, that's all the time we have for this episode. Check back with us next episode. We're running on the latest wrestling news and rumors. Special thanks, as always, goes out to bensound.com, purpleplanet.com, and YouTube Audio Library for any music and sound effects we use in our show. Today's show, sponsored in part by Bezel Games, bringing a new friend to family game night is easy with sketchy people. Showcase your artistic side in this game from Bezel Games by going to thegamecrafter.com and pick up your copy today. If you're looking for your next career move, you're considering college, university life, maybe you just need some formal training for your next career decision, go to our website at frolifeplanning.com for all your higher education needs as Frolife Educational Planning is for today, for tomorrow, and for life with Frolife. I'm Fred Froelich, better known as Dr. Fro. I want to thank you for taking some time with us today. And we'll see you in our next episode. Oh, man. The best part is I hit the wrong button on our brand new exit audio. How do you like that? So we'll talk news and rumors next time. Take care. Have a good night, everybody.